Hi, everyone. Welcome or welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to the hashtag Real Talk podcast. My name is Melania. Thank you so much for being here today. It really means a lot to me. So I'm recording this podcast. I just got back from school a little while ago. It's a Monday. Um, It's been a very hectic and stressful past like two, three weeks, past month. Um, if you live in New York, you know that we have regions coming up and the school year is coming to an end. So I've just had so many tests and so much studying to do. And yeah, it's just been a lot. But also, I think most people can relate to this. We all know school last year was online. It was all virtual. So, you know, kind of just coming back from that year. This school year has been like a struggle for me because I don't know about you, but I cannot comprehend something when I'm doing it on my computer. Like I will get so distracted, like to actually understand something and learn something. I need to physically be in a classroom to do that. But yeah, so also I'm a sophomore and, you know, having my whole freshman year be online and be virtual That was just really hard because being a freshman, you know, it's your first year of high school and I never really got the chance or the opportunity to be properly introduced to the high school environment. Like jumping straight from freshman year online to sophomore year, like it's been a struggle, but I'm trying, I'm trying, we're getting there. But yeah, I also have three regions to take. I have global physics and algebra too. So we'll just hope that goes really well. But yeah, so also, I'm sorry if the audio on this podcast is like kind of muffy, like I kind of noticed that in the last episode. Um, That's because I'm recording with AirPods. So I'm hoping that I can get a real microphone soon. But yeah, I'm sorry if the audio sounds kind of weird. I kind of noticed that. But yeah, so Today's topic came about when I was just going through my phone and I was on Snapchat, right? And you know how it always gives you that like one year ago today thing on your memories? Yeah, so I clicked on that and I started looking through all these old pictures and I just think to myself, wow, like time really flies. Like I can't believe this happened almost three years ago. I can't believe this was four years ago. Like, wow. Time really does fly. Like, I can't believe how much I've grown since then. Like, I used to, looking at those pictures, like, wow. Like, I used to be so insecure and unhappy in those pictures. But looking at it now, as I'm getting older, like, I'm gaining so much more confidence and learning more about myself. And if it wasn't for that, Obviously, I wouldn't be sitting here recording this podcast right now and then just posting it in all these places, all these platforms for all these people to hear, right? So, yeah, but today I really wanted to talk about the dark side of alone time. And alone time meaning, obviously, time spent by yourself. So, majority of the time, when people ask how do I get over a breakup? How do I get over a toxic relationship, toxic friendship? How do I feel more confident? Like, 
I'm feeling lost. Like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. How do I find what I like to do? How do I find my passion? Do this, do that, right? So my advice to that almost every single time is you need to spend time alone. Like, you just need to. And that's like my go-to advice almost every time because I've found that majority of the problems in your life can be fixed or at least to some extent better understood by spending time alone. I really think that's the best way to grow and heal from something, you know? And of course, it can be hard. It can be very, very hard to be alone, especially for like extroverts and people that are used to having a lot of friends, being around a big group of people, you know, or just being with someone all the time. You're not used to being alone. But I think that it's definitely, definitely worth it to push through those tough moments and force yourself to be alone sometimes. So, for example, if you're out with friends or in class, at work, you're on FaceTime with someone, if you think about that, you're being distracted. Every day, we experience distractions. That's just a part of being a human being, you know? And I think that distractions can actually be a good thing. It's healthy and it's necessary for us as humans to have things that we can be focused on that distract us from our own thoughts, you know? So let's say you're at dinner with your friends. You're not going to be thinking about the test you just failed, right? Or the fact that you didn't do your chores or you forgot to do this, right? But if you're at school or work, you're focused on work right? And getting your work done. You're not focused on the thoughts in the back of your head, you know, the voices telling you, you know, oh, I miss my ex-boyfriend. What did I do wrong? Like, I wish things would have been differently. Should I talk to him? Whatever. Like, my friends are mad at me. Stuff like that. Like, you won't be thinking about all of that because you'll be distracted by the task at hand, by work, right? So that's why I think that really the only time you can self-reflect is when you're spending time alone like that can be anything honestly like going on a walk you're cooking journaling listening to music whatever it may be um in those moments when you're by yourself you can actually self-reflect and self-discover fully And I mean fully, like 100% to its full extent. And sure, you could do it with a close friend or family member, whatever, but it's just not the same. It's just not the same when you're alone. Like, when you're alone, you have no other opinions, no other voices, just yours. And that's important. You need to have that in your life. Which is why I think the solution to... Problems like I mentioned earlier, like breakups, like low self-esteem, if you're feeling lost, the solution to all that is alone time. And think about it. Why do I say that? Like, why do you have to be alone in order to 
actually fix these problems. So back to what I said earlier, when you're alone, when you're by yourself, you're not so heavily distracted from your own problems when you're socializing or or you're around so many people, right? Now, I'm not saying that if you're struggling with something or going through something that you need to lock yourself in your room and never leave and just isolate yourself until you figure it all out. No, that's not the point I'm making. What I'm saying here is you need to a lot, a lot alone time for yourself more often than you normally would and use that time wisely. But here's where it can get hard. So there's delayed gratification when you force yourself to be alone. And what I mean by that is in the moment, it's not fun. It's definitely not fun. It's painful. It's uncomfortable. And the joy, it just doesn't come immediately. It doesn't come immediately. The joy comes maybe a month down the line, a year down the line. When you're stronger, wiser, you know, but in the moment, you're lonely and it feels like you're locked in this like jail cell just with your own mind and your own thoughts, you know? So the thing is that most powerful, most successful, impactful, really positive things in life involve delayed gratification. That just means you don't get to enjoy your labor right away, you know? I think the whole work now, work now, enjoy later thing fits perfectly with this idea I'm talking about of alone time. I think it fits perfectly because spending time alone, working on yourself, learning about your likes, your dislikes, that's the work. But later down the line, your life will be so much more enriched because of the wisdom you have from that alone time and the time you were growing. Because you took that time to focus on yourself and really develop yourself. So because of that, you won't be repeating the same mistakes. You'll be making better decisions, you know? But here's where it also gets difficult. It's very easy to just say whatever and just throw all this out the window, you know, because it's so much easier to think, oh, why do I need all this self-reflection? Like, I don't need to do it. It's whatever. Like, it'll go away, whatever. It's just so much easier to just distract yourself than to go on and face your demons, you know? (laughs) It's just so much easier to go do something else, right? So the problem with that is it's not solving any problems. It's not helping anything. When you're just covering it up, it doesn't go away. Simple as that. It just does not go away. And to solve that problem, that's where the alone time comes in. Like, you feel like you can't get over this breakup, and it's been like six months, and you're like, why am I still not over this person? The answer to that is, 
because you haven't worked through it. You just keep constantly covering it up, covering it up, covering it up. You haven't faced it head on. Now, I want to be clear about something because I feel like there might be some misunderstandings or misconceptions about this. So going out to dinner, being with friends, going on TikTok, whatever it is, that's great. I'm not saying these things or these activities are terrible. You shouldn't do them. No, we deserve that. And being social is absolutely crucial to being a human being, basically, right? So the rule of thumb here is you need to have a balance of alone time and people time. And I've definitely learned that from growing up an introvert my whole life. Like I've just always been more on the shy side. I've never been like the one of the loud or one of the outgoing people like and that's okay because everyone's different. That's just the type of person I am. And if people would have asked me like do you want to go in or stay out? My answer was always stay in. Like that's just the vibe I am. That's just the type of person I am. Everyone's different like I said, but I think that people who are able to actually be alone and work through their own things are the most powerful people in my opinion they really are the most powerful people because you never want to do things out of desperation you never want to do that like if you're partying every night you're spending over eight hours a day on tiktok that's when it really starts to get out of hand so always ask yourself Am I doing this out of desperation to just hide and run away from my own problems? Or am I doing this because I truly like it? I actually want to make myself happy. I'm going to enjoy doing it, you know? And I really, like I said, I think the hardest part about alone time is how painful it can get. But I think that to truly heal you have to feel pain. Like, you just have to. You have to go to a place that's painful enough to motivate you to get yourself out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that at one point, the pain will become so painful that you just can't handle it anymore. You're like, that's it. Like, you just have to fix it. You have to do something about it, you know? But if you think about it, like, isn't it better to just deal with it all at once, get it out of the way and then move forward instead of just covering it up? You know, like you'll just feel so much better mentally, like learning to love being alone and finding ways to solve your own problems instead of just running to other people really helps you find comfort within yourself. And I think that there's a big misconception between being alone and being lonely. People think that people that are spending time alone, oh, they're like, they're weird, they're lonely, they hate everyone, they don't like being around people, whatever. But some people have a problem with not knowing how to deal with certain situations without getting help from others, you know? Like I said, there's a big, big difference between being alone and feeling lonely. If you enjoy your own company, 
that's completely different than being lonely and when you hate being alone, like, oh, I'm so alone, I don't have anyone, whatever. Like I said, some people constantly rely and are dependent on other people. I think that gaining that skill of being alone is very, very powerful, like I said, and you really find peace that way because you get to know yourself and you just become a lot more happy, productive, and just successful that way. And the more you invest in yourself, the more time you invest into getting to know yourself, the better you'll be able to deal with anything that life throws your way. Because like I said earlier, people often times they mistake being alone for weakness. But I think the exact opposite is true because if we don't put in the effort to make peace with yourself, you'll just be constantly running around looking for validation from other people, right? That's why they always say that you can't love someone without loving yourself first. You probably heard people say that. Like, how can you love someone if you don't love yourself first? Like, you just have to love yourself first. You just have to. Because without first learning to respect and appreciate yourself, you'll never be able to truly respect and appreciate the other people and the other things in your life. So I just really think it comes down to you really have to be your own best friend. You have to take charge of your life. It's up to you to labor over and strengthen the connection you have with yourself, you know, because the truth is at the end of the day, no one has or will have you as much as you have yourself because the longest relationship you'll ever have in life is with yourself. Simple as that. All you have is yourself at the end of the day. But as I mentioned earlier, it won't be easy. So to help you discover yourself, I think that the most important thing you could do is learn to accept it. Just accept it because it's there, like it's there. You can't change it. What's happened has happened. The problem is that people use mistakes as setback. They use mistakes to define themselves. And we all make mistakes. They're just inevitable. Like I said, like, they just happen. Like, you can't avoid them in any way. But we have to learn to use those mistakes as fuel instead of setback. And you probably hear people say this all the time, you know, like, learn from your mistakes, learn from your mistakes. But I'm such a strong believer in that. Like, I really believe that facing your mistakes and not being afraid of them makes you much stronger. Like, I'd rather make more mistakes than succeed more. Because most people think that failure means that you're a failure. Like, oh, I'm making all these mistakes. I'm such a terrible person. I can't do anything right, whatever. Like, they take that as a self-esteem killer. And they just use it as a, what would you call it? They use it as a ruler to measure your success and your worth. And I'll give you an example, okay? So 
in sixth grade, I had a friend and this was middle school. So I was in a brand new school, first year of middle school, you know. Um, so I made this new friend and we were pretty close, you know, like we got along pretty well. We had some good times, but then at one point something happens. I made a mistake. I messed up, right? And I'm not really going to get into exactly what happened, but I made a mistake, right? And of course, she got mad at me for it, and she didn't want to talk to me after that. And I ended up, I really regretted it, because this girl was a nice girl, you know, I considered her one of my good friends at the time, like, I didn't just want to end a good friendship over something stupid, something small, you know? So... I tried calling her to talk about it. I apologized multiple times, but no matter what, she just didn't seem to want to accept my apology, no matter how much I tried to apologize or ask her for forgiveness. And at one point, she blocked my number, so I couldn't reach her in any way after that. And that just really really set me back. I was like, wow, did I really mess this up like that bad? Like, and yeah, it just, it set me back for a long time. I was like really isolating myself for a long, long time. I was like, I'm such a bad friend. And I just felt guilty for the longest time after that. And like I said, this was also middle school. Like I was like, what, like 11, 12 years old. I don't even know. Like I was so young and vulnerable to these things so it just it stuck with me for a long time and affected me for so long and I remember um I was talking to my grandma I was having a conversation with her and I remember this conversation very well I remember this day very well too so I just want to add that this girl used to come over to my house when we were friends and my parents really liked her. My grandparents liked her. My grandma liked her, whatever. So when I was telling my grandma that we weren't friends anymore, she was like, wow, like what happened? Whatever. Like she was pretty shocked. So I told her about the situation, whatever. And here's a piece of advice she gave me. Disconnect your guilt from your identity take it as a lesson and move on. And that sentence, that piece of advice really stuck with me for a long time. Like, and as I got older, I really understood what that meant. Like, that's why I think that being your own best friend is so important. Like, being your own best friend, you need to treat yourself like you treat a friend, which means you need to stop being so self-critical and beating yourself up and dwelling over these situations that you can't control. When, here's another piece of advice that I like to give myself and that I've learned. Um, when you feel like being negative to yourself or saying something bad about yourself, always stop. Stop and ask yourself, would I say this to my best friend? Would I say this to my best friend? The answer will most likely be no, you wouldn't. So you have to treat yourself exactly like how you treat a best friend. Be your own best friend and be kind to yourself. Take care of yourself. You really have to acknowledge your good qualities 
look at the good things because what's happened has happened. There's no turning back. You can't change the past. It's a, it's in the past for a reason. So I really learned from that experience and it's really taught me to know my worth, you know. Obviously the friendship ended, it was my fault, but I just learned that things happen, you know. Life is life. That's just there's always going to be bumps in the road, but I apologized. I did what I had to do. The rest is on her. I did my part and the rest is on her. Whether she wants to forgive me or not, the rest of the work is for her to do. So I just wanted to share that experience. I It's really taught me a lot. But I also wanted to talk about the pandemic. And this kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about the whole alone time thing. Um, I personally, during the lockdown... And I think most people can relate to this because we were all like stuck at home because of COVID. But that forced me to spend time alone and learn about myself. Because obviously, like I said, COVID, like we we couldn't really go out much, whatever. Like the time, the amount of times we went out was very minimal. We like we were all quarantined, staying home, whatever. But. I know a lot of people will, like, you probably think it's super weird, like, me saying this, but I think COVID was a good thing that happened to me. And a lot of people will complain that the pandemic was horrible, it sucked, like, it ruined normal life. And I can see that, I can agree with that in a way, but I'm also so grateful for it because I really discovered my personality and myself and... Fun fact, I actually found a new passion for working out and cooking. I love the gym. That's another thing. Like, I love, love the gym. Um, I fell in love with fitness and nutrition since then. And I learned a lot about taking care of your body and fueling it with the proper nutrients, getting enough sleep, drinking enough water. And that's improved my mental health and confidence so much and then when COVID kind of calmed down you know gyms in New York reopened in September of 2021 and since then like I said fitness has been pretty much my life like it's one of my biggest if not my biggest passion um I go to the gym almost every single day (laughs) I just I love it I really love it I might make a separate episode about just me talking about the gym and fitness because I'm just, I love the gym. I'm that's, I'm so passionate about that, but yeah. So I'm very grateful for that experience because it's definitely changed me in a positive way. And on that note, I really appreciate you guys listening to me today. I really enjoyed this episode. I really did. I hope that this was useful in some way to somebody. And if you're not already subscribed to my podcast, feel free to subscribe. It would really mean a lot to me. I post new episodes weekly. And yeah, that's all for today. Thank you for hanging out with me. I really hope you all have a beautiful day. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.